Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. And this is episode 96, Cardinal Virtues. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, the podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness, to grow ourselves closer to the Lord on this journey we call life. Uh, guys, if you're returning, I really appreciate you being here. If you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble or any of the video platforms, uh, please drop a comment, like, share, let me know how you're doing. If there's anything you want to talk about or discuss, drop it in those comments. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon, wherever, uh, definitely subscribe to the show, share the links. All that jazz, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad to have you here. If you're a first-time listener, let me know. If you're watching any of those platforms, I want to know who you are, where you're from, uh, and just tell me a little bit about yourself. I'd love to hear from you. Stay connected. Um, this is not a podcast where you have to tune into every single episode to uh, kind of figure out where you're going. This is just a little bit of a, kind of a life lesson every single time. If you want to binge it from the start to finish, you're more than welcome to, but you can also jump in at any time. Uh, I do encourage you to go do that because a lot, I think we got a lot of good content here. So definitely check out the rest of the, the episodes, uh, not just this one. Check out Three Pillars Podcast website. Uh, we got the blog and everything like that. I'm going to try to get another blog post out here pretty soon uh, if you haven't been keeping up with that. Uh, Three Pillars Pro- Podcast at WordPress.com. Uh, also check us out on Good Pods. Good Pods an awesome podcast discovery platform, sort of t- like uh, like Goodreads. Uh, if you guys are into reading and want to log your books and connect with people that way, uh, it's another awesome platform to get discovered. Uh, we're doing pretty well over there, so thank you. If you're on Good Pods, find the show, rate the episodes you listen to, or rate them all. It would be awesome. Uh, get a, uh, that would kind of kind of help boost the ratings of there and get us discovered even more. Uh, all those links will be in the show notes down below. We're going to talk about the cardinal virtues that is as um, described by C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity. I told you guys we were going to do this last week, so here we are. Let's jump right into it. We're going to start with a, a quick word of prayer, as always, and then we're just going to you know tackle this, all right? So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We, we just honor your name every single day, Lord. Thank you for giving us virtues, giving us direction, giving us an example to follow, Lord. Lord, the, the wind blows by your command. The waters stop by your command. And Lord, we just understand how mighty and powerful you are. And Lord, we, we thank you that you chose to love us and put us here on this earth, uh, despite not even being worthy of the crumbs on your table, Lord. Lord, I ask that you be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give people tuning in the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. Anything that grows them closer to you, in the holy name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right. So as you guys know, my uh, copy of Mere Christianity, if you guys are watching this on on the video platforms, it's a little bit beat up, but it's it's uh, still gets the job done. The meat and potatoes are still there. We're going to be looking at chapter... What's chapter two of book, I want to say, where are we at? Chapter two of book three. It's on Christian behavior. Uh, Chapter three, uh, so I'm sorry, chapter two on page 76 starts talking about the cardinal virtues. And, you know, there's several virtues out there. There's actually, I believe, seven uh, that the... uh, that are actually your, your virtues, but the cardinal virtues are prudence, temperance, justice, and fortitude. And we're going to talk about each of those. I kind of go through each kind of little section and we're going to discuss it um, per the usual. We're going to talk about why you should have these virtues. Okay. So diving right in. Uh, Page 77, prudence. Prudence means practical common sense, taking the trouble to think 
think out what you are doing and what it is likely to come what is likely to come out of it. Nowadays, most people hardly think of prudence as one of the virtues. In fact, because Christ said we could only get into his word by being like the, like children, many Christians have the idea that provided you are, quote, good, it does not matter being a fool. But that is a misunderstanding. In the first place, most children show plenty of prudence about doing the things they are really interested in and think on them and think them out quite sensibly. In the second place, as St. Paul points out, Christ never meant that we were to remain children in intelligence. On the contrary, he told us to be not only as harmless as doves, but also as wise as serpents. He wants a child heart, a child's heart, but a grown-up's head. He wants us to be simple, single-minded, affectionate, and teachable as good children are. But he wants every bit of intelligence that we have to be alert at its job, and in first-class fighting, and in first-class fighting trim. The fact that you are giving money to charity does not mean you need not try to find out whether that charity is a fraud or not. The fact that what you are thinking about is God himself, for example, when you are praying, does not mean that you can be content with the same babyish ideas which you had when you were a five-year-old. It is, of course, quite true that God will not love you any the less or have less use for you if you happen to be born with a very second-rate brain. He has room for people with very little sense, but he wants everyone to use what sense they have. The proper motto is not, be good, sweet maid, and let who can be clever, but be good, sweet maid, and don't forget that this involves being as clever as you can. God is no fonder of intellectual slackers than of any other slackers. If you are thinking of becoming a Christian, I warn you, you are embarking on something which is going to take the whole of you, brains and all. That's just a little section on, on prudence, right? So again, prudence, as defined by Lewis, uh, involves using, again, that reason and discernment to make wise decisions, particularly in matters of ethics and morality. We talked about prudence a little bit last week, did we not? Uh, when we talked about wisdom. It's, again, using your reason, using your discernment, using your common sense to get things done. And deciding, is this a good idea or is it a bad idea? Maybe this is a good idea, not necessarily right now, but later on when things play out more. You know, if, if I'm going to use prudence like, <laughs> you know, let's... Let's use an example. A lot of people have been to weddings, right? If you're the best man or a speaker at a wedding, don't bring up stuff that's going to like completely embarrass somebody, right? Little things, I get that. Maybe that's something you have down the road. The guy's been married a couple of years. You tell a funny story about the, the, the past that you know, makes people chuckle or what. It might be a little embarrassing, but it's not something you necessarily do in front of everybody, right? Does that make sense? That's it, it's kind of like prudence. Um, prudence is also when you are... Uh, trying to talk to somebody about the Lord. Again, we're not, we're not in the business of going around with this Bible here and beating people over the head with it, right? What we want to do is talk to people, feel them out, have dinner, have a cup of coffee, let your actions and what you're doing in life raise questions about how you determine your morality. Well, my, my morality is filtered through a Christian lens, using the seven pillars of wisdom we talked about last week, and and these four virtues right here all encompassed into one, and me completely and utterly focused on Jesus and his teachings and how he wants me to be. And he wants us to have all these things that we're talking about last week and today to be very well-rounded and to bring as many people into the fold as possible. So you don't want to just lead off with you know, your testimony necessarily, if you're going to be talking to somebody about Jesus, maybe you've got to ease into it a little bit, gather that information and determine when the time is right to give your testimony and tell, you know, uh, to, to preach the gospel, if you will. Does that make sense? 
Second one, temperance. Uh, the second cardinal virtue is temperance. It is the practice of controlling our desires and appetites. Temperance involves cultivating self-control and moderation in all areas of life, including food and drink, sex, and other pleasures. So, going right out of, out of the book here. Temperance is, unfortunately, one of those words that has changed its meaning. It now usually means teetotalism, but in the days when the second cardinal virtue was christened temperance, it meant nothing of the sort. Temperance referred not specifically to drink, but to all pleasures, and it meant not abstaining, but going the right length and no further. It is a mistake to think that Christians ought to be teetotalers. Mohammedanism, or uh, Islam, not Christianity, is the teetotal religion. Of course, it may be the duty of particular Christians or of any Christian at a particular time to abstain from strong drink, either because he is the sort of man who cannot drink at all without drinking too much, or because he is with people who are inclined to drunkenness and must not encourage them by drinking himself. But the whole point is that he is abstaining for a good reason from something which he does not condemn and which he likes to see other people enjoying. One of the marks of a certain type of bad man is that he cannot give up a thing himself without wanting everyone else to give it up. That is not the Christian way. An individual Christian may see fit to give all sorts of things for a special reason, marriage or meat or beer or the cinema. But the moment he starts saying that things are bad in themselves or looking down his nose at other people who do use them, he has taken the wrong turning. So, temperance. Temperance is knowing your limits, basically. Knowing that, okay, yeah, I can go have a drink, but I'm not going to take it to the point where I can't drive, I'm incapacitated, I can hurt somebody, um, or hurt myself, or make a fool of myself, or embarrass myself. That's as it applies to alcohol. But if you apply it applied to other things, food and drink. You know, it's okay to have a cheeseburger once in a while. It's okay to eat a pizza once in a while. But if you're eating this stuff all the time, you're going to be sluggish. You're going to going to be, you're not going to be operating at optimal levels like we want to be. Same thing with sex and other pleasures, vices, gambling, things like that. You know, pr this promiscuity culture we've got going on right now, and I was guilty of it at one point in my life. I will not pass that on to my children and tell them that it's okay to go around indulging in your pleasures and succumbing to that instant gratification just like that, just because you can Temperance will build your character because you will know, yeah, I can, but I'm not going to do that. So that gives you more power over yourself, more power over your mind. That's going to make you a more focused person because you know that if I do go have a drink and get too drunk, I'm not going to want to do the things that I would need to do to be more productive. Unless you have planned it out. Okay, I'm going to a wedding. We're going to have a couple of drinks. I'm staying at the hotel that the wedding's at. I'm, you know, that it's, but still not get to the point where I am embarrassing myself right? That is the sign of temperance, is understanding uh, your limits, and that applies to everything. Um, so yeah, that's temperance. Next one, the uh, next kind of two, I guess, justice and fortitude. They sort of kind of go along together here in the, the book, but I'm going to uh, kind of break them down here shortly. So justice means much more than the sort of thing that goes on in law courts. It is an old name for everything we should know called uh, should that it is the old name for everything we should now call fairness. It includes honesty, give and take, truthfulness, keeping promises, and all that side of life. 
And fortitude includes both kinds of courage, the kind that faces danger as well as the kind that sticks, sticks it under pain. Guts is perhaps the nearest modern English. You will notice, of course, that you cannot practice any of the other virtues very long without bringing this one into play. All right, so justice. Justice is, uh, as defined by Lewis here, is again that fairness, give and take, honesty, truthfulness, keeping promises, and all that side of life. Justice involves treating others with respect and fairness and upholding moral principles, even they, when they conflict with our own self-interest. So a lot of times people, oh, I want justice, and, and you know, you, you could look at any any major case going on right now. There's always the, the court of public opinion, right? But what is the fact? Okay, look at, uh, listen, you can go back to George Floyd, right? You had one set of people who were like, he got what he deserved. Other people say he shouldn't have been murdered. And everybody's going to have that court of public opinion. But the facts of the case have to be heard out and and tried. And when the jury makes their decision, it goes to the whole court process. But most people in, in court, and I use court cases because Everybody wants to get, get on that court of public opinion, but without having all the facts themselves, people can't actually make an accurate decision. They're going off of emotion. Sometimes justice has to be served, and it's not exactly what you want to happen, but if it's by the law, by with the things that are laid out, then justice is done. Now, if the laws are, are, are skewed because morality has been skewed, then there's that's a whole other problem, and justice may not be served. Um, but generally speaking, when we're talking about you know, just simple fairness, give and take, if, if I do you a favor um, at some point in your life and then at some point I come back and say, hey, man, can you help me with, with this? And you're like, oh, well, no, because, you know, if you have no real good excuse, you just don't want to repay the favor. That's that's not fair. Or if I let you borrow something or anything, I expect it back at some point or another um, with no interest or anything like that. Um, this kind of give and take, this fairness, this. Uh, just basic common sense when it comes to justice, right? And just being honesty and honest and truthful, keeping your promises. All those, all that goes into being uh, to, to justice as one of these virtues. Is you live an upright life, you live you live a life of integrity. That way, you are always on the right side of justice, if that makes sense. Um, and that goes into again being very well rounded. And again, if you, you somebody might check you on your your virtue at some point, they say. You know, some some years from now, you were given a talk or a seminar or something like that, and somebody stands up and says, "Hey, I can tell you, I was there at this incident ten years ago, and he's telling it exactly the way it was supposed to be, exactly how it happened." You never know when stuff like that could pop up, so it, it behooves you to always um, have justice and and be honest and and full of integrity. You know, if I have to give a speech about my military career at some point, I'm not going to exacerbate it. I'm not going to, to exact, not exacerbate. I'm not going to exaggerate it to the point where somebody comes comes up and is like, man, I, was, I served with you. That, that didn't happen like that. You didn't do that. Like, I don't, I don't, why, what does it gain for me in the long run? Short, short run, you know, you can lie and get ahead, but long run, people are going to catch up up to your, your nonsense and you're going to uh, have no credibility. All right. So have justice as incorporated into this uh, well-roundedness we've got, right? And finally, fortitude. Uh, fortitude is that courage and endurance in the face of danger. Fortitude involves standing up for what is right, even when it is difficult or unpopular, and persevering through trials and hardships, having guts, having that intestinal fortitude, if you want to get down to it, being able to stand on your foundations, know what you believe in, and defend it. 
you're going to have plenty of times when you're going to be uh, challenged on your faith. You're going to be challenged at the gym. You're going to be challenged by a test or something that you've got to to work out mentally. These three pillars of fitness we talk about. But if you have endurance, because you, you have the fortitude you can endure. He who endures to the end, him will be saved, right? It's in Matthew. If you can endure that's going to help you grow. That's going to help you be the best version of yourself that's possible. Uh, even in the face of danger, that's the other type of fortitude. If, if Bravery, courage. You serve your country. You're a police officer. You're, <clears throat> you're standing up for somebody in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if you see somebody getting beat up or something like that, you're able to, to take care of that. All of that plays uh, a big role. It's all a big component of it. So, Keep that in mind. So that's taken together these four cardinal virtues. That's kind of how we're going to wrap it up. Provide a framework for leading a virtuous and moral life, grounded in reason, self-control, fairness, and courage. So that is my charge to you guys, is to use these four virtues, um, prudence, temperance, justice, and fortitude. Incorporate that into your daily existence. That way you can be the best version of yourself you can possibly be. Good to go. That's all I got for you guys this week. I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, this is a great book. If you guys have not read Mere Christianity, I highly recommend it. I'm going to do a few more episodes on it um, because it really spoke to me. It's a phenomenal book. Even for even if you're not a particularly religious person, it will help you uh, navigate the Christian faith a little bit more than you would if you didn't have any uh, foundation in it whatsoever. All right. So all that being said, we're going to end with a quick word of prayer. And then we are going to kick you off to a phenomenal weekend. So I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Chase Tobin. This is the Three Pillars Podcast. Again, I appreciate you all uh, from the bottom of my heart. Please share the show. The show, uh, the only way the show grows is by you sharing it, uh, whether word of mouth or sending it out there. Please rate and review the show uh, anywhere you watch it. That way it'll it'll kind of hit the uh, hit the charts a little better and need that sends that ripple effect out through social media. So. All that being said, again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, let's end with a quick word of prayer, and we'll be kicked off for a great weekend. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us prudence, temperance, justice, and fortitude, giving us these virtues that we can hone in and perfect and throw ourselves through the forge of life every single day that we come out of more perfect creation. Lord, I ask that you just continue to develop these virtues in each and every one of us. Help us to use them to grow in abundance, that we can pour into other people and help them grow through the Holy Spirit working with us and in us and into other people. Lord, I ask that you bless anybody tuning into this. Give them strength every single day and increase their faith tenfold every single day that they know that they can focus on you and keep their attention on you. Lord, I ask all this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. Guys, again, this is the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator, the motivator. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've got anything you want to talk about in the future, if you want um, to come on the show, shoot me an email or give me a call or whatever, and we'll see about getting you guys on, uh, schedule it out and make this happen. So uh, this is a lot of fun. It's always been very therapeutic for me uh, just to kind of get in here and help you guys uh, be the best versions of, your, of yourself, um, reading different books, going through different, uh, topics in the book and really kind of drilling down on them. I like to do that. So I hope you guys enjoy this. If you do, again, please let me know. Uh, if you don't enjoy it, tell me what you want to want to see more of. 
and we'll try to get that too. So again, check us out on our websites. A lot of uh, motivational quotes of the day, lots of uh, workout videos and fitness tips and things like that. Check us out and uh, we'll go from there. All right. So thank you guys very much. Again, this is Tobinator Motivator. We'll check you guys next weekend.